Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. This is the second hour of Oilers Now, and it is brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Thomas and his staff will take care of you. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline. We're going to go there momentarily. The River Cree Resort Casino excitement bet on it. Open 24 7, 365. Keep Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Same number, 7804. 960063. Get the new floors you always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday. Uh, I'm asking you on the text line, and we'll get to some more of the text in about 10 minutes' time. Um, which Oilers playoff victory did you have concerns that Edmonton was going to win? Which one did you, series did you think they're going to lose that they ultimately ended up winning? Uh, and because we had Craig McTavish on from Red Deer earlier today, he is at the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament. That's where I'll be tomorrow. This tournament uh, might be the biggest in the province in the entire year. It's actually held every second year. It pits. Um, Roughly 15 members of the Oilers organization, 15 members of the Flames organization in a match play. Uh, some of the drivers are behind it are uh, the likes of Terry Lowen and Al Sims out of Red Deer. And uh, the charity that is involved is the Central Alberta uh, Childhood Advocacy Center. And we are pleased to be joined. And he is our headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We welcome back to the show the CEO of the Central Alberta Childhood uh, Child Advocacy Center. We welcome back to the show Mark Jones. Hi, Mark. It's Bob Stoffer. How are you doing? Hey, Bob. It's great. Uh, great to be back on the show. Looking forward to having a conversation with you today and seeing you in person tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe you can educate our listeners sort of the evolution of this tournament, how your group, uh, well, we'll get into the specifics of what your group does in Central Alberta, but sort of how this thing has grown because it's become a pretty big event. Yeah, you know, that's absolutely right, Bob. You know what? We wanted to do something different than what other uh, organizations have done in the past to raise some money. So Terry got the idea of 
doing something, you know, and we're all Albertans, something pretty cool is the Battle of Alberta. You know, you're half the province's Oiler fans and half the province's Flames fans. So we thought, why don't we bring those two organizations together and uh, hit them off in a golf tournament? And, and so we've done that. And it's kind of like that Ryder Cup style where we auction off the celebrities from each of those uh, organizations. So if there's an Oiler plays against the Flame and a Flame against an Oiler, and at the end of the day, it's uh, whoever wins the most matches uh, has bragging rights for the two years after that tournament. Well, ultimately, the, the biggest winner, and this is the, I believe this is the third edition of it. You guys hosted every couple of years, and I was at the first one back in 2018. We had the pandemic, and then uh, back in 2021, you guys did it. This has really become a massive, uh, a massive thing for the Central Alberta Child Advocacy Center, hasn't it, Mark? Yeah, it sure has. And it, it allows us to do so many things for the kids. And, you know, we're dealing with some of the most vulnerable kids and families um, in central Alberta, uh, trying to help them through their trauma. And, you know, whether they've suffered from sexual abuse or physical abuse, internet luring or medical, you know, problems with their, their families and things like that. It's just to give them the, uh, you know, the... The, the grounding and the, the supports that they need to have as normal as life as they possibly can after having some pretty terrible things happen to them. Now, uh, the I, I guess from a financial perspective, uh, you know, the charitable component, what, is that, what has this helped you guys build over the last few years? So what we our, our whole goal, Bob, as you know, was to not only just be a child advocacy center, but to build a, a building that we could house a lot of the mental health programs in the central region and so we we work together with alberta health service and they've got a 16-bed treatment center that's uh, on ground floor of our building and the uh myers north penny move your mood studio on the second floor and the sexual assault center uh, is also there and then we have all the mental health therapists and counselors and psychologists through the the, the red deer zone uh work out of there and then the child advocacy centers on the top and a big driver of this is sheldon kennedy whose goal was to you know get everybody working in an integrated place to work together and you know let the data drive the business so that we can you know do be- put best practices in and save our resources and pool things together so you know with our partners at red deer polytech as well uh you know we've got everybody pulling on the rope together and we're doing some tremendous things and building is 23 million dollar building and uh, we're in the process of our fundraising just shy of 10 million uh, in community donations and little help of the, the services from the alberta government and we just continue to plot our way and once that building's paid we will use the leases and that to generate revenue to do um you know, to have some endowment funds so that this has long-term sustainability. We're joined by Mark Jones. He's the CEO of the Central Alberta Child Advocacy Center. Uh, the event is the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament. This is really something I know Cam Moon's going to be down there. He, he of course, uh, you know, did 22 years of play-by-play for the Red Deer Rebels. He just finished up his third season as one of the Oilers 2 radio voices. He's going to be down there. Ron McLean's going to be down there. So we got a, a, a superstar with Ron, a star with Cam, uh, and then uh, and then I, I guess I'm the grinder that's coming down. But on a more serious, you got a, this is a huge. I mentioned Cam because he lived in Red. You got a lot of different people. There's you know dozens and dozens of volunteers that are helping out at the event over the uh, next couple of days, aren't there? Yeah, we have well over 100 and 150 volunteers that come to to put this on along with our staff. And uh, you know what? We always said, Bob, if we're going to have a first class event, we're going to 
make sure it's everything people want and uh, we go above and beyond to make them have a great golf experience um, and our volunteers love it as much as the, the players do. Yeah. Uh, now, the main hotel or where we've had the event the last couple times, you guys are refurbishing that hotel, right? Yeah, so they're turning that hotel into a casino. So for this year, we're we're moving into one of our other donors, uh, Brennan Woke. He's got his uh, uh, setting up Bo's Bar and Grill to have our, our host, our our party tonight, uh, the auction party tonight, where the celebrities auction off, and then our after party tomorrow night. And then we also have, it's still at the Red Deer Golf and Country Club, but our host hotel this year is the Holiday Inn and Suites on Gasoline Alley, and they've been tremendous hosts getting things organized for the, the ladies who aren't golfing to be able to do things. And our building's open for tours to, tonight and tomorrow to take some of our golfers, so pretty exciting time for us. Yeah, we uh, we actually did an event at uh, in Red Deer at the start. It was Ken Holland's uh, first year as general manager, so we were at that holiday, and I remember Jack Michaels and myself did an event there in uh, September of 2019. Mark, I'll see you in about uh, five hours. Okay, thank you for taking time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, great stuff. That is Mark Jones. He is the CEO of the Central Alberta Child Advocacy Center. Again, we'll have uh, Sheldon Kennedy on the show tomorrow. Um, Kern Oilers, Dylan Holloway and Stuart Skinner are going to be down there. We'll endeavor to do a couple pre-tapes with those guys before they hit the links. And uh, uh, Frank Saravalli will be on tomorrow's edition of Oilers. Now, this, this is a... It's really kind of taken on a... It's a pretty novel concept, and it's great that they've got... Uh, I will say this, though. I don't think it's 50-50 in the province of Alberta. And what did Milan Lucic say on... I don't know if he said... I, did he say it on the Two Mutts podcast, or did he... Um, I think he said it on Spit and Chicklets, actually, that 70% of the... Do you buy that, Brendan? 70% of the province are Oiler fans, and the other 30%. I, I think it... When, we, when we've challenged the, the fans in Red Deer, it's been about a 75-25 Split. And you know what? I just I feel that there's a lot stronger connection with Edmonton and the northern communities in Alberta than there is, you know, maybe the other way in the south of the province. So I'd like to believe it, but obviously my orange and blue glasses are firmly affixed to my face. All right, you can text us 780-496-0063-114 in Edmonton. We'll re-engage the phone lines. Uh, give me a play or text lines. Give me a playoff series in which you thought the Edmonton Oilers were in trouble, maybe that they weren't going to win, that they ultimately did win. We'll remind you we'll have a total breakdown coming up from a cap perspective at 135. Hart Levine will join us from Puck Media. You're listening to Oilers now. Hey, button four. Hey, there we go. Now we got it. All right. Uh, One sixteen in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, with you. Guests and orders now receive gift cards to Japanese Village Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Book your celebration for the census at jbedmonton.ca. As we re-engage in the, that's an interesting text that came in. It just shows you, and I have a theory on texts like this. Uh, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, why didn't the Edmonton Oilers pursue Matt Dumba in free agency? He signed at $3.9 million in Arizona. Couldn't we have traded CeCe to have made that work? Is he not a step up from CeCe, from Steve? Okay. How tight are the Edmonton Oilers in the cap? Literally, like, down to the dollar by the time the season starts. All right. So $3.9 million in Arizona. Um and that's without Matt Dumba getting a job for the first six weeks of the summer. 
Uh, I do think the Oilers might have been able to move CC. I think there was five or six teams in on him. CC's at three point two five million. That's kind of what you get. The first year, uh, it was a good deal for the Oilers. This past year, Cody had some tough moments. He was okay. He just wasn't great. Matt Dumba, to me, is not the same player that he was three or four years ago, by the way. But my theory on this is you always have, and then I then I got a really funny story. You always have guys that, why didn't you guys go get this guy? Why didn't you go get that guy? And when a guy, you know, like, Brandon, I gave you a list. We discussed a list two years ago, okay, at the start of the season of forwards 1.5 million or less that... I believe, carried value. Bastion, who got waived by Seattle, and New Jersey reclaimed him. He's turned New Jersey since re-signed him again. Decent fourth-line player. He was 800K. Why wouldn't you pick that guy up, get some size in your on your fourth line? Um, Nick Paul was one. I said, that guy will carry value. At, he was $1.3 when he got traded. This was in month. We talked about these nut names over, but there was a couple of them right there that were out there. Um, and in the case of Dumba, four or five years ago, there was a belief maybe the Minnesota Wild were trying to get a first-line center and thought maybe Nugent... Like, there were people that thought maybe Nugent Hopkins would go for Dumba. Would anybody do that now? Nugent just had a 100-point season. Matt Dumba... Is he a power play quarterback? Meh. Do we not think that Bouchard is going to, you know, you know who's going to get 3.9 million? Evan Bouchard is going to get 3.9 million. That's why he didn't need to sign Dumba. And and what would Dumba's, is Dumba a, a defensive shutdown guy? No. Is he an elite offensive guy? He can score a little bit, but I don't think he's the same player that he was three or four years ago. Uh, don't get me wrong. I don't want to scare off textures. It is. Should I tell a story? Did I ever tell you the story about uh, the winning bid on? So, the, can I do it? Can I do it on there? Can I can I tell a story? Okay, I'm going to tell a story. You got time? You got time? I got time to tell I a think story. You should. Yeah. You know what's coming up on Friday? The 6:30 Chad Golf Tournament. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So last year we auctioned off a dinner for Ken Hall. And the guys that ended up winning the they were awesome guys, right? It was the guys from Legacy, and they brought one of their buddies along. And we started talking about Jesse Pogliarvi. And one of the guys was a listener to the other station. And there were some really good hosts at the other station. And guys that care about hockey. And they're believe, you know, they, hey, no question they can have their opinion. They can have their opinion. So about 45 minutes into the conversation as we're having, uh, we're at Roos Chris. And we're having appetizers. Okay, 45 minutes into the conversation, the guy goes, yeah, I think uh, I think maybe you should have done five times five on Yessa Pulley And <laughs> Ken kind of looks at and Jay Woodcroft was at the dinner. Jay was a bonus. He's at the dinner, and you know where this is going. Ken kind of looks at me and he looks at this nice fellow and says, "Oh, well, let me ask you, how many more like how many goals do you think Jesse Pulley is going to score this year?" And the guy goes, "35." Ken looks at me and he looks at Jay and we're sitting there and <laughs> there's this nervous laughter and like, well, guess how many he scored this year? Five. He scored five goals. 
Now, I didn't think, I thought he'd score somewhere between 5 and 35. I didn't have him for five goals. Um, but it was, a, it was a memorable moment. So people are allowed to have their opinions, and sometimes they're wrong. You know, sometimes you're right. It's, it's like picking a playoff series. Like Speck's opinion was Detroit was going to wallop the Oilers in three. And Brownlee and myself were the two guys that thought, you know, I don't know. I'm hearing some stuff in Detroit. They're veteran guys, Schneider, Robert Lang, guys like that. Maybe pushing on Babcock. Babcock's a strong personality. Remember, Detroit won the Cup in 08. Oilers took him out in six, in 06. Once in a while, you get lucky. We'll see. I was hoping that Pugliarvi could become a 25-goal scorer. I now do not believe that will occur in the National Hockey League. It's a sad story. But I thought maybe Drysaddle would be a 25-goal, 75-point scorer in the NHL when the Oilers drafted him. Corey Clouston told me I had my numbers too low on that. He said, Stoff, this guy's got way more game to give. He's going to be way better than you think he is. Well, he was right. <laughs> he's, he's probably been, for the last five years, the second best player in the league overall over the last five seasons. Is that fair? I would say so. And who knows, frankly, if that would be the case without the likes of McDavid right next to him in lockstep, pushing him to be the best player that Leon can be as well. NHL Network put their rankings there at one and three in terms of the best centers in the league, which I'm sure we all would have agreed upon. This text comes in. All right, we asked for a big upset. Uh, Bob, in 1990, I was a big Ed Belfour fan, says Keith. I thought the Blackhawks would beat the Oilers, but they didn't. The Blackhawks were up 2-1 in that series, and then Mark Messier took over game four. Two goal, two assists, 86 elbow performance. He got hacked by Doug Wilson in the saddle ahead after he scored on a breakaway, and he just stared the Hawk bench down after. And you're like, yeah, I'm not with that guy. Like, it was it was on. Messier could do that. I mean, hey, he won the MVP in 90. He won the MVP in 92 with two different teams. First time that happened in NHL history, and then he was the first man a captain, two different teams, the 90 Oilers and the 94 Rangers to a Stanley Cup. Um uh, Jensen says, Bob, why doesn't Jeff Jackson promote you to a hockey ops position? Huh? Okay, you can text us, 780-496-0063. Bob, I didn't think the Oilers would beat San Jose in 2017. The Sharks were the Western Conference champions the year before. Again, you can text us, 17, uh, uh, 780-496-0063. Bob, Matt Dumba has something that the rest of the Oilers' decor lacks. He has some bite. This is a guy that pop Patrick King. Who do you get into it with with the Flames? He drilled somebody in Calgary, and I forget the exact sequence. He ended up having a fight. I forget who it was. Again, you can text us, 780-496-0063. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Just the different perspectives out there. Uh, This text comes in saying, Bob, I work in southern Alberta. It's the McDavid factor. You go out there to Rankin Airdrie, and it's tan-o-litter jerseys to two flames. Medicine Hat is oil country, as I see way more oiler flags in play. The other thing is, you go all through central and northern Alberta, and you have an incredible appreciation for how much the, the Oilers fan base uh, and how the Oilers resonate in those communities. You ever do events up there or 
anywhere throughout central and northern Alberta. And it's just, it's so obvious. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. I want to put a shout out right now. Uh, the time is running out. The order and submission deadline for the Matthias Ekholm private signing with Pro-Am Sports is Saturday, August the 12th. Um, See in-store for details or visit proamsports.ca. Again, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Bob, uh, for me, the Oilers got ripped off in the 06 final. If Rolison, this comes to us from uh, Dan. He says if uh, Rolison doesn't get injured, the Oilers win the Stanley Cup that year, and Pisani had 14 goals in the playoffs. Yeah, but they didn't win. They did not win, ultimately. I'm talking about when Edmonton won a playoff series. Not this time. Want to mention to you that cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin, well known for their top shelf service department. They don't forget about you. Uh, after you purchase a vehicle, you can call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. Let the team at Brent Ridge Ford make you a repeat customer. 780-352-6048. Your Ford truck authority on the auto mile in Wetaskiwin. So, boom, boom, boom. And... Uh, Bob, uh, Bob Stoffer and Hockey Ops, obviously that texter started drinking early today. Uh, this text comes in saying, Bob, you telling me that Matt Dumbo wouldn't have taken a little less to sign in Edmonton and go for a cup instead of in Arizona? Uh, Dumbo's uh, physical play would have been welcomed. Well, you know what? Do you uh, get Arizona to eat some money? He's on a one-year deal. Could trade for him. On Dumba? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw that deal. Somebody else had actually... I get a notification on my, my phone from X saying Matt Dumba's an oiler. And all it was is just somebody had tweeted that, but it was a quote tweet of the deal that he had signed with Arizona. So I think there is a belief I mean, or an I, understanding out there that the Coyotes could absolutely retain well, some money here. What did they do last year with Nick Bukestad? They for signed sure. him to a one-year deal, 900 k They ate half the salary. They got a third, and they got Kesselring for him. Are you telling me they couldn't structure a deal where they could get a second for Dumba if they ate half the money? See, now, if you're talking half the money and now he's 1.95 instead of 3.9, yeah, all day, then then if you move out another contract on the back end, not named Broberg. The other thing that, I mean, the one thing I will say about Dumba, you can check it. He's a right shot. That would help as well. We're going to head off to Global News Weather Traffic Update with Randy Kilburn. When we come back in orders now, we'll try to understand the financial implications. Did San Jose get value in the Eric Carlson trade? Uh, Hart Levine coming up from Puckpedia when we return in orders now.